In this world, nightmares lurk. They hide in our neighborhoods, walk our streets, wear our faces. But they are not us. They're the world's best kept secret, and we are going to find them. Welcome to Uncanny Valley Cancer Cell. Welcome. This is a Chronicles of Darkness tabletop campaign played in the Hunter the Vigil storyteller system. And on today's episode, we find our party just outside of a Jewish community center in downtown Chicago. The gates are uh, wrought iron high, but open. Uh, where last we were here, they were closed, and there was an intercom system at the front. Instead, the facility is presently open mm -hmm. for visitors, and inside of this, you see a courtyard with a, a low-ceilinged building of a sort of yellow-orange brick in a kind of 1970s style. There's a large sign over one of the doors that uh, says the name of the place, and through the sort of uh, glass wall of that area, you can see a cherry wood desk and a bunch of uh, sort of chairs along the back wall and a uh, sort of bespectacled freckle-faced assistant sits at the desk um, kind of doing secretarial duties. Well, Darla? Why are you looking you, at me? Well, you're the one who actually knows someone here. If you, Well, I can't call him because it's still daylight. I, I, I understand that, but you could probably speak to the secretary. Let's, let's, Listen, let's, last time I... If, if nobody's got um, a particular... We're just going to go there. in, and we're going to go see if there's anything not vampire-related no. that's going on. Okay? No. And Wolf no. leads the church. So uh, you go inside, and it's a, a very comfortable sort of uh, meeting area. Beyond that, you see uh, hallways with plaques, portraits of esteemed individuals, display cases with artifacts and artwork. On one side, you see a very colorful arrangement of um, kids' art, which has been submitted for a contest. And uh, behind the desk, the girl uh, sort of pushes up her glasses and, and sits up straight. And she says, uh, uh, hello there. Um, what can I help you with? Um, hi. Uh, my name is James Wolf. I just moved here, and I'm looking to possibly join a synagogue, and I figured this would be a good place to at least, you know, meet the community first. Oh, yes, yeah, this is a, a great place to start. Um, actually here, if, uh, she opens a desk drawer and pulls out a sort of uh, a pamphlet and hands it over. She says, uh, so here are the, the local synagogues that, that oh, are... Oh, thank you. Yeah, and um, we actually have a, a group for young singles, if that's something you uh, are interested in. <laughs> uh, well... Had you hit me up 72 hours ago, we could have talked. Um, oh, congratulations. <laughs> thanks. Uh, hey, is it okay if I, like, kind of tour around real fast? Of course, yeah. Um, to the right here, we have a, a history sort of exhibit with some of our, our local uh, history and, and various uh, families and, and city projects. 
And over there you'll see our archives. We have a library that's free for anyone to use. All you have to do is just sign up. And actually, I think here in a few hours in the uh, back room, we're going to have a meeting. But uh, anyway, by, by all means, please uh, check it out and let me know if you have any questions. I'm here to help. Uh, thank you. Uh, I don't think I got your name. Oh, uh, Matilda. <laughs> nice to meet you, Matilda. Nice to meet you. Mm -hmm. And um, at that point, she sort of looks to the rest of the group and she's like, and of course, we're open to people outside the community as well. You know, it's, uh, it's for it, here for all. Thank you. Oh, yeah, we're with him. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to go check out that uh, museum, because that sounds interesting. Yeah. I'm here for you, so. Let's go. <laughs> Even the context. <laughs> it's creepy as hell. The okay. arrow, okay, it, it's that scene in the manga where the arrows are just stabbing through Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you sort of round the corner and uh, help yourself to, it's um, sort of a gallery, four walls, a sort of small door into another room with more. There's display cases with different artifacts, a section on the Chicago fire, some history of when different synagogues were built and when sort of well-known uh, members of the community did certain, um, you know, performances or, or acts or great um donations to the city, that sort of thing. And so you're you're pretty much on your own. It's quiet. There's nobody here other than um, Matilda. Can I cast out my senses <laughs> and see if there are anything, there is anything like supernatural in, in the area that I might be able to pick up on, Jordan. whether or not it be God Machine or, or ghosts. Or... You can Anything like that. You have that God touched yeah. feet now or whatever it is. Yeah. Well the God touch thing I just I just see yeah. it, right? Just or you more... have to concentrate to see whether it's been but but yes, whenever you you cast out your senses with unseen sense, that is a thing you can detect now. Okay. So do I add the dot to that to my unseen sense or eye for the strange roll? If you're going to roll specifically for that, then you roll with that instead of I for the Strange. Okay. But you use the same relevant stats, so you'll use your Presence and your Occult <clears throat> and, and that Merit. Okay, well, I'm going to use Presence, Occult, and then God Touch, because that's what we're looking for specifically. Okay. So. Shittier roll, but it's more specific. Well, it doesn't matter. Oh. Really doesn't matter. <laughs> Ah, that would be five. An exceptional. An exceptional. <laughs> All right. Jinx. Three of those are nines. <laughs> so, um, what what your unseen sense role does for you is it it zeroes you in on this one plaque that is talking about the building of a local synagogue that's in the same area as the Jewish Community Center. Um, it's a, a single, um, like poster sized plaque on the wall with text describing the building of the church, how they raised funds, how the community rallied together and a picture in black and white and a bunch of men in twenties uh, garb, big overcoats and, and thin brimmed hats and ladies in uh, floor length skirts, all sort of clustered around a site cutting a ribbon and something about this 
your sense tells you is is important. Okay. Um, is it's just a plaque on the wall, right? So it's engraved with that image, or is it a, a framed picture? It's think of it as a museum. Whenever there's like an exhibit, and then there's um things that could have like maybe two or three paragraphs in large text with photos printed on it, and like mm-hmm. a sort of uh, acrylic okay thing. Yeah. So I'll go over and um maybe like um put my hand on it, and then I'll maybe like tap the the acrylic with my finger, and then like. Mo- get like Mason's attention and motion towards it. Mm-hmm. So what are we looking at here? I don't know. I it just the the it's the event itself that the thing is describing. It just feels odd to you for some reason. You can't put your finger on why. This might be the place. Uh, I'm I'm just it's something's telling me that it has something to do with this particular event. Um. Just for confirmation, would uh, unseen sense uh, bringing in the to check to see if it's God machine related? Does that just correlate with what she's saying? If I would check, yeah, you don't really get because what you sense is specifically remnants of yeah. of individuals who've come through or objects that have been there that yeah. are sort of tainted by different splats. Yeah, and you don't really get the sense that that any specific agents have been through. Mm-hmm. So you don't really get anything from it. Mm-hmm. Do you think uh, this is like vampire related? Because remember Tucker was from the twenties too. Sure. Or when he was holed up in that church. We might. They have a library here, right? Yeah, I think that's what she said. They probably have more information on this particular event. Yeah, I guess we could go and look it up. Uh, is yep. the museum close to the library? Do we see it coming in? or? Yeah, you went right past it. it it's a smaller room than the gallery. It's uh, maybe the size of like two bedrooms put together with just basic uh, shelves on each wall and in each four corners and like a reading table in the middle. Um, so Maybe I... a place to start unless there's a tour guide here that could just kind of deliver this the information. I don't see anyone around. Yeah, let's go look it up. I'm sure we could find it. Okay. What's Where's... the name of the synagogue? Does it say? Uh, I know a big one in Chicago is uh, Anchi Emmett. I hope I'm saying that right, but so maybe right. that's the one. So yeah, we'll say that that's the one. Okay, um, I guess um, Darla and Mason go across the, the hall into the library and try and find any information. Were, any we, books. were we not traveling together, all of us? Oh, well... Mm. We were. They weren't really involved in the conversation, but they want to follow, I guess. Um, actually, Wolf is going to uh, grab Abernathy's shoulder. Oh, okay. <clears throat> we need to talk. We do. Yeah. All right. Uh, Buckles, is this place multi-story? Uh, it's one story, but if you have this conversation here, you're not going to be in anyone's business. There's really no one else around at the moment. No one? Well, okay, other than JD. <laughs> <laughs> JD's still JD. in everyone's uh, emotional business somehow, despite uh, trying to avoid it. Yeah. I mean, JD could also just follow Mason and Darla out. I feel I like know, most I think people that don't want to be involved will Or just... he could blindly wander the Jewish Community Center. 
I like that too. <laughs> that actually is the most JD thing. This, this is going to turn into some sort of like silent movie antics. <laughs> Absolutely. So yes, you all are alone in the gallery now with the robe. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So before. <laughs> Who's the butler? Uh, before. Um, that uh, is. Yeah, I know. Was, you beat me to it. Before. Uh, <laughs> before Wolf says anything, Abernathy's just going to say, "I'm sorry." I'm sorry, what? You, uh... You're obviously angry at me for the actions that I took that led to my current enlightenment. Alright, Abernathy, I want you to tell me exactly what those actions were, because I really don't think you fully get this yet. I communicated with Nostalgia, who is... The being who made you into what you are now. Who, might I add, you certainly have no trust for. And the fact that I would reach out to that very being brings my trust into question. And I hope that I can take actions to prove that I am not a danger to you, and I hope I get the opportunity to show that uh, I am genuinely sorry for damaging the connection that we have. Wolf's kind of surprised because he was not expecting Abernathy to have that level of empathy in him. He he literally has zero dots in empathy, so... Look, I don't know if I can just get over it, because what you did was... Abernathy, I thought we were friends, and you really betrayed my trust. Like, I don't think you understand, like... I... Cannot trust you right now. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to again. Because what you did was literally took the person who violated me in a way that I don't think anyone can fully comprehend. And decided, hey, let's make a deal. Let's be friends. That is something that that level of betrayal is. It's going to be hard to come back from. Well, uh, I'm hardly the person to ask you to give up your anger. That's why I, 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 I would like you to know where we are at. That. And I, I I don't wish to rob you of your anger or your mistrust. I, I think that that is something that can only be done away with in time. Perhaps, perhaps. But uh, I thought it only right that, as the one who intruded on the trust in the first place, it would make sense for me to uh, offer up condolences. Uh, not, not, not condolences. Uh, offer up, uh, well, just 
I, I'm just trying to extend an olive branch. You, you don't have to take it right now, I understand. <sighs> I can't handle Mason being this mad at me. I know, it's but odd, I, isn't it? I hate it. It's very I strange. I don't know if I can accept that olive branch yet. Well, it's here when you want it. Anyway, what can I do for you? Right now, I'm going to go see what meeting they're having tonight. Uh, Rosh Hashanah was a couple couple weeks ago, so it's probably nothing religious. Uh, I'm going to check that out, and um, we'll just go from there, I guess. Perfect. My, uh, my abilities are at your disposal. Yeah, I'm not going to. We're not there yet. Oh, all, all right, all right. What do you need me? Um, I don't know. You can go. Uh, you're better at research uh, when it comes to the paranormal. I'd go help uh, Mason and Darla. All right. Where the hell is JD? Where is JD? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, JD, when you wander out of the gallery, you see Mason and Darla duck into the library on the right. And the assistant uh, busying herself at her desk. You see two more hallways to choose from: one on the left and one on the right. It's the left. All right, <laughs> you take a left, and uh, immediately you walk into a big gymnasium with a wood floor and sort of a stage on the other end, with tables set up and chairs around the tables, kind of ready for the community event later today. Um, on the tables, you see uh, signs uh, advertising all of the local Hebrew schools and some information about enrollment. Okay, he's going to go back to the right. Okay. <laughs> you go back to the library, and you see a long hallway going in the other direction. Yep, I'll go that way. So uh, down that way, um, you go into what look to be offices um, for sort of uh, religious... Uh, figures and, and assistance to the sort of local community, uh, organizers, things like that. And at the very end, there is a door that's just sort of tipped open. And if you go and sort of peek inside, it's just a stairwell going down. <laughs> okay, so first of all, did any of the offices have the name Monroe on it? They did not. Okay. So it's just it's just a staircase going down. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he will go down. <laughs> He's like a four year old alone in the school. I I just changed I just changed his flaw right his vice to recklessness <laughs> to reckless. So I was like okay okay. So uh, you go downstairs past the the sort of obligatory fire extinguisher in a box and the painting on the, the side of the concrete wall saying, floor one, going down, floor two. Um, and on the landing, you sort of open the door up, and on the other side, you see um, kind of an apartment. He's By the way, he's going to do it all kind of light-footed. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to be very loud. You know, so he might be kind of deep into the place. He might be off limits. He's ready to just kind of be like, oh, I'm sorry, and then like, and leave. But yeah, it's like a, a meeting room. There's lots of couches. It's a fairly large size. 
um, and sort of like a bulletin board with information on it. <laughs> and on the other side of that is a, a sort of unmarked brown door with a, a pretty hefty set of locks on it. Okay. Um, he'll go in there. Is there anything on the bulletin board? Um, similar <laughs> things to what you've seen around the And there's, there's nobody in there currently. Nobody in there. Um, but the, the, the room is pretty sort of stale. There's a layer of dust on things that, like, it looks like, it looks like a sort of meeting room, mm-hmm. like, you might go to do, like, scripture study. Okay. Um, but it clearly isn't really used that often. And, um, the, the bulletin board has flyers on it, but they're pretty dated. There's, like, it's, it's currently late fall, and most of the things on there are for, like, spring. So at the very least, this mm-hmm. hasn't been used for quite a while. And the 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 door is the door like the big mm-hmm. locked door? Did you say? Yeah. Um, is mean, that is that dusty at all? No, um, mm-hmm. it's it's a little out of place. I mean, it's it's a pretty heavy old style door. It's clearly not just like hollow particle board. Um, and it does have two locks, including a deadbolt, which indoors is a little bit <laughs> it's odd. It's a lot. Yeah. So you, even JD, huh. as, as simple-minded <laughs> as, as, as simple he as is, can be. I think he huh. can determine That's he's, probably vampires. He's found, <laughs> he's found the vampire sanctum here. Maybe he'll go back upstairs with this information. <laughs> truly, truly a genius of all times. <laughs> Uh, Sherlock. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile in the library, uh, Darla with the and pipe Mason, with the pipe wrench. What are what are you all investigating? Um, we're trying study. to find more information on the construction of um, that synagogue um, that I was led to by my unseen friends. Right. God touched them. So, um, what what do you find? when you go in is that this area of Chicago has historically been fairly industrial and many of the the areas around this location were originally intended to be uh, manufacturing and in fact they had been for a good portion of, of the city's development and it wasn't until this lot was purchased that the neighborhood went through a change. It actually required a very um, controversial sort of rezoning um, push where the members of the community uh, all came and actually argued with the city to give this land over, even though it was quite profitable as an industrial zone. And once that was done, the the, uh, synagogue was built and the area around it in turn was was turned into a a residential area. Um, It you know, on the surface, seems like a, a big victory for a, you know, somewhat marginalized community, uh, particularly in that time period. That was very unusual. Um, um, correct me if I'm wrong, Buckle, this is a long time ago, but when Darla and Monroe went on their offer date, mm-hmm. did he say he was in real estate? Because my brain he is... He did say he was in real estate. Is, ...is pinging that for some reason. He did say he was in real estate. Right before he said he was in blood. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he was He was actually, um, as I recall, he was uh, reminding Darla that a wise investor diversifies. Into blood. blood. <laughs> Into blood. 
Good. I don't know if you're picking up on the hints I'm laying down. But Into I, being a vampire. Vampire, vampire, vampire. Turns into a bad no, I, I didn't sign up to be, to be roasted. <laughs> to I've be been fair, taking that for the last two sessions. Come on. To be fair, I rolled really poorly. And I wasn't picking it up. I couldn't actually play I that. I am a vampire. vampire. <laughs> ich bin ein vampire. <laughs> I want to suck your blood. Your blood. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, Do you... Consent. Yes or no. Donde esta tu vita? So I think Darla is going to, after reading this information, um, turn to uh, Mason and go, So, uh, when Monroe took me on that day, he mentioned that he was into real estate. Right. And I thought he was just trying to, like, impress me like guys do sometimes, you know. Say, I'm in real estate. I'm a lawyer. Look at my bank statement. Which usually, you know, works for me. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh. I'm hardly surprised. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm a simple woman. Yeah. With simple wants. Straightforward taste. Anyway. Anyway, he said he was in real estate. Do you think that the vampires are, like, responsible? Maybe building that synagogue? It's entirely possible. It's uh, perhaps more comfortable for him to work in a uh, facility he has legal hold over. Yeah, do you think that's why they're like, hmm. I mean, I guess it makes a lot of sense if you're like a vampire and you have like long-term investments, the construction makes sense, right? Sure. So then we could... But I don't understand how that has anything to do with the god machine. Well, um, it's likely that there's there's some association with his company or him or just somebody that works here. Like, I think we need to do more exploring. That's still useful information. Okay. But until we can really nail it down, I think for now we just need to talk to Monroe. Because you didn't ping any of the people that worked here. No. And so next we have to investigate the vampires. Okay. I guess I can call him. We're going to wait till sundown because I don't know when he is. That's about when JD gets back. Hey, guys. So I found where the... I found where the vampires sleep. Oh. Okay. <laughs> We're the only people in the library. You're okay. It's down the hall. The, vamp- the vampires sleep down the hall. Settle. Kind of like past the offices, I guess. Okay. Good. Well, is it, or is it a big, ominous locked door? So I assume. I mean, I guess I can. I you, can they might not be sleeping down there. I don't know what they do. Do you knock? No. Why did you knock? <laughs> okay, you want to knock? <laughs> we could all knock. Yeah, we we can. Um, Sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to have a little fun there. <laughs> I just don't know how. Uh, I don't know if that's how things work. I don't know. This seems like a poor decision. It's an inside door. <laughs> we might call first. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't exactly say, "Hey, knock." They didn't put a doorbell on there or anything yeah, either. The, I think it might be more polite to call first just because it's less a home and more a uh, place of safety from outside forces in the sun. Yeah, maybe you should call and then be like, hey, incidentally, we're nearby. 
<sighs> okay, I'll do it. So you, you all sort of pack up the books, and as you're putting it away, Mason, you actually, um, a, a page that was stuck together in the book as you're closing it, you kind of notice it, and you like pull it apart. It was the next couple of pages on from the article Darla was looking at, and you see that this book is uh, not just a history of synagogues in the city, but of all religious buildings. And you see around that same time period, the uh, cathedral that you all investigated on your first trip here was built around the same time. Right. <laughs> uh, I didn't see the page, so. Well, I guess as we're... Is there, is there anything else to it? Or is that pretty much the sum of what I'm able to glance over? I mean, it is a history of the, the building written by a normal person. You know, it's not like, you know, day two of my imprisonment. <laughs> it's not like an insider's <laughs> hunter perspective on it. Uh, it's just a, a sort of bland history of the city. But you, with the experiences you've had, knowing that there was some kind of a hidden facility there too, you kind of put two and two together. Like, okay, these are probably related. Okay. All right. Uh, Darla, do you remember, I guess, as we're walking out, J.D., mm-hmm. Darla, um, who who was it that made use of the, uh, the old church where we found... Uh, all that counterfeit money and uh, the vampire that shall not be named. Monroe. No. The vampire that shall not be Tucker. named. Tucker. Talking about Tucker. Oh, that fucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember? I did the vampires own it originally, then the werewolves took control over it. I think so. I think they took it over from the vampires as like a. Mm-hmm. You know how like dogs pee on other dogs' stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's <laughs> constructed in the same time period. Do you think that they just developed this whole block? I think it's really likely that Monroe has his hands in a lot of this city's development. So do you think maybe there's something in the basement of that place? Because we, we found a dead vampire and a whole lot of old money in that one. It's not really a place that's been explored by the current vampire population of the city. We could just go back whenever they're closed. And investigate, which would be soon. Yeah. We just have to put Monroe off for a few hours. Well, what we could do is we could wait till it's dark, break in, do our thing, mm-hmm. and then if we don't find anything good, we then we can call Monroe, and then I don't have to talk to him, maybe. It seems reasonable. <laughs> Where's, uh... It's a lot of stuff to do to avoid a phone call. It'd be nice to have more information. I'm not saying that that's not something we should do. I'm just yeah. saying as a means to avoid a phone call. Yeah. You know what, J.D.? <laughs> I don't need this. <laughs> have either of you seen Wolf or Abernathy? I left him in the, the gallery thing last I saw him. You left him there. They weren't with you? No. Did they go somewhere? Were they talking? This is where I saw him last. I mean, I don't know. I didn't check and see if they were still there. Uh, all I'm saying is, we could have fixed this with a phone call. Oh, there he is. No, that's what I was. I was talking. I was. I was making a Miming, transition. Yeah, as they yeah. walk in. Listen, I I'll mean, I'll call him if you guys want me to, but but we have some other things that we can do first. She wants to break God, into Darla. Not everything's about you. We were talking about call calling this place first. Well, we can just wait. I think it might be more. Um, Polite to talk to Monroe before we break into one of his old buildings. Found where Absolutely. the vampires probably do nap time, I guess. 
nap time. Oh, go ahead. Oh, buckled. Uh, did did Wolf find out what the uh, community meeting was going to be about? Yes, um, she informed him it was an interest meeting for Hebrew school in the, the coming semester. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Abernathy and I found out that the interest meeting is of no interest. Yeah. Though this is a great place to raise kids, I just gotta say. <laughs> um, apart from that, yeah, couldn't really find anything else. How about you guys? Yeah, they have they have a spooky like multiple locks door past the offices. Yeah, JD found like an murder old basement. door. And we also Weird. found that um, quite a bit of this city's infrastructure that was developed in the 20s uh, was made by a single uh, building company. They had their hands in all of it. And uh, we believe Monroe, uh, who is in real estate, is likely to have been heading that. One of the buildings Ooh. that was developed being the church where we found the old werewolf ghost and the spookyzy. And and of course, I'm still um, proud of that pun. <laughs> that one shitty vampire that I don't want to name. We are not going to name him. Oh, but that's great. Uh, what's the name of the company? Uh, did we see Buckle? Did we? <laughs> You're <laughs> tempting me so hard. Uh, you know, it probably wouldn't be listed in a, in a history book. We might, we might, I might be able to find more about that later, but. I, it just <laughs> all right. The groupings. The, but, it's probably a matter of format record. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't but be hard to find. The thing is, is that when I when I cast my my senses out, it, it drew me to a picture of of a nearby synagogue, which was built by the probably about the same people. And I think because we found Tucker and all that money in the basement of that church, we might find some more information in the basement of that synagogue. <laughs> okay, Jewish mob. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> so I think what we need to do is leave here and wait till dark and then break in. Jen, this... as you whisper, the listeners can't hear you. So what I think you need to do <laughs> is wait till dark and then uh, break in. To to what place? The synagogue. Oh, you're just racking them up, aren't you, Darla? It's a very yeah. Into a Wolf, church. Wolf has. Wolf has his chin in his hand, and he is looking at her with the widest eyes and the most shit-eating grin. We we were invited to that church. Excuse sort of. You. We weren't invited to their super murder dungeon well, basement. Well, they didn't know they had a super murder dungeon basement We either, also so. came to the agreement. Maybe the synagogue doesn't know that they have that. That we were going to talk Darla. to the row first. Darla, why do you hate my people? I don't hate your people. <laughs> I don't hate anybody. It's just been a lot of terrible misunderstandings topped up on top of each other. Oh, ma'am, can't you keep it down? Until the oh, God. I have to leave. S- sorry, sorry, ma'am. Sorry. See, when yeah. she sorry. says it, I actually yeah, leave it. Yeah, so if you, yeah, well, just All right. excuse me. I'm just picking on the Goyam. <laughs> well, I hope you found everything you're looking for. Oh, this place is wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. Welcome. Um, we'll, we'll see you around. Hopefully. I do have one quick question, though. Yeah. Um, well, I was I was trying to find the bathrooms, and I got a little lost. I found this weird door with, like, a million locks on it. What are you keeping there, a golem? Huh? Uh, what door? We don't have a basement. I 
didn't say a basement. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? (laughs) Well, anyway, you all should really be going. (laughs) We were going. Uh, ma'am, ma'am, I, I was going to go, but now I'm incredibly curious. Uh, can you see me? You know, I was just going to let you walk out of here, but now that you're making a scene, I'm starting to doubt my own judgment. No scene. We are standing in a library, quietly talking. Very well. <laughs> Uh, she steps behind the desk and Garrett pulls out... Garrett frantically turns pages in the spell book. <laughs> pulls out a ring of keys and holds them out to each other. You might as well let yourselves down, then. I know Monroe, if that makes you feel any better. Yeah, it's good to see you, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I'm, I'm sorry about the last thing I did when I was here. I was just in a bad place, and I didn't mean nothing by it. <laughs> If you don't mind, I'd rather not have this conversation through a ghoul. Would you just let yourself down? <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. Oh, that's, no. That's... <laughs> okay. Well, that's awkward. I told you you should have called. Do you, do, you, <laughs> do, you, do you need to make a YouTube apology video? Yeah, you need to cry on camera and make it a little, like, not quite sincere. Make sure you monetize it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Who wants to go see a basement? It's this way. <laughs> Show us, JD. Actually, grab the keys from him. He's got like a little like ball on a stick that we have to follow him. Uh, yeah, JD leads you right there. <laughs> and then we spend like ten good minutes while he tries to figure out what key oh, goes to what oh, lock. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I mean, nope. it, it, for a facility like that, there's a lot of keys. But eventually, uh, you do get the locks open. And... Ever heard of a master key? Jeez. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, once once the bolts are thrown, you let yourselves in, I guess. So, you enter the room, and you see an eclectic gathering of uh, pieces, furniture, artifacts. There's uh, oil paintings on the walls from a variety of periods, and a arrangement of uh, old-fashioned antique uh, furniture with a seppi and... Uh, in place of a, a fireplace, because it is underground, you simply have a, a sort of uh, man, I'm blanking. Uh, <laughs> a heater. A hearth. A hearth, like a like one of those fake ones. Yeah. Okay. An electric fireplace. Yeah, he has a a, a faux electric <laughs> fireplace and a classy, su- surprisingly large assortment of golf clubs. Right. He is sitting in one of the chairs by the fake fire, uh, reading a magazine. And when you enter, he looks up and he says, uh, Welcome. I see you found your way here. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Sorry to intrude. You all seem much uh, better than the last time we met. Certainly less muddy. Looks can be deceiving. (laughs) Less covered in vampire blood. (laughs) And less theme parks involved. I'd offer you refreshments, but I'm afraid I don't keep them in the house. Please, sit. Obviously, you've come here for a reason, or you wouldn't be knocking at my door. That is true. 
takes his seat um, fairly close to him. She's not afraid of him. Um, and she sort of launches into, um, well, she says, um, so, uh, if you don't mind, we're looking for some information, um, and we thought you might be able to help us. Um, and so she sort of launches into an explanation about the God machine and how they, what they've experienced with it in, in, you know, sort of recent days and what path they're on to try and, and subvert it and how we were directed to to come here specifically um, because there were some god machine machinations here at, at some point. Um, and so she explains that we're sort of looking for information of what that could be so we can help eliminate it. I see, that's quite mm-hmm. interesting. I confess I don't have any dealings with this god machine you speak of. Our our existence is rather material. We deal with the living, and once things are no longer living, it no longer concerns us. Mm-hmm. Although, there was a, an odd occurrence some years ago that I remember. We, we were having issues with the local werewolves. Formerly, we had agreements about what land was theirs and what land was ours. And they had respected that for a good hundred years. And then out of nowhere, they started trying to acquire land, trying to develop complexes. It was very odd. You'll find werewolves on the whole prefer to be left alone, prefer to live out in the country and in places where they can freely transform and hunt as they please. Their interest in industrialization was sudden and very odd. And so we decided it was in our best interest to try and inhibit whatever it was they were after. When I first encountered you and your family, it was because of, well, we found, you know, one of your old associates in the basement of a church, but there was, like, werewolves occupying um, the, the, the sort of speakeasy on top of it. Is this the time <laughs> period you're referring to? Yes, that's the time I'm referring to. Whatever happened to dear old Tucker? You might have to (laughs) ask your secretary about it, but... He's dead. I might have glassed him. Good to hear it. Though I am sad that he didn't rot any longer. I thought I'd leave him there a good five or six hundred years before dispatching with him. But when a man's time comes, it comes. Well, I mean, we did stake him repeatedly. Before it happened. Quite a few times. Anyway. I didn't hear this story. Yeah, it was before you. <laughs> Just say Mason's handy with a bow. Anyway. Anyway. It was a good day. So, So um, it concerns me to hear that there still seems to be an anomaly, given that I considered this matter well and truly closed, that werewolf populations have been completely eradicated from this area. I'm um, not sure it has a whole lot to do with... With werewolves, maybe it's the thing that drove them um, mad on their own. They're still here somewhere, but not sleeping. If I understand this right, and you need to understand, Monroe, we are still learning this as we go along. But if I'm to understand it right, this thing probably made the werewolves go mad to start the conflict between the two of you to lead to, well... Possibly your empire, if you want to call it that. 
Well, if you're saying that my accomplishments are not due to my own actions, I'm afraid I would have to argue against you. Absolutely not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying this thing wanted you in Chicago, and it wanted you to do these things. It's it's a big thing. It's like, it pulls a lot of strings so that things happen the way that it wants to happen, and you might not even know that it's happening. I know it sounds crazy. Believe me. I hate this. I hate every second of dealing with this shit. But it's true. I'm not sure I can go on this sure. uh, alone without any kind of proof. Particularly when this, as far as I can tell, has nothing to do with me. Well, you're sitting on top of some of its infrastructure, I think. It's very possible. We don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of applications, as far as proof goes, uh, do, do you all think that Red wouldn't mind talking with him? I'm sure no. she could probably... <laughs> she's as close as we got to proof. Otherwise, we need to... Just... All right. Let's say I believe you. What comes next? What do you need of me? Do you expect me to simply give up my holdings here and move on? No, no, no. We're not. No. We're not saying you have to move. No. We're just trying to get rid of it <laughs> because we want it to not have as much of a foothold in this world. Mm-hmm. So we need to figure out what it is that you're sitting on top of, what it does, and what we can do to stop it, to get rid of it. We we really need to find out what its plan was for you, and remove its influence over you and your lands. Just change it to mess with it. But as far as demands from you, you probably have very little. Well, I suppose if you, following your line of logic, me being in power means that my enemies are not. So presumably my enemies being in power is what this creature did not want. Correct? Presumably. Possibly, maybe. That's possible. Well, then I hate to say it, but I'm sorry. You're going to have to speak to Tucker. But he's dead. Well, you said yourself you've been to hell multiple times. Surely this isn't much of a barrier for you. It's more of one than you think. I don't think we've been to hell a few more, too many times this week at any rate. I'm not particularly interested. Well, I, I, I can't tell you for sure what they would have done in power if we were not. Yeah, we're not certain on the resolution I mean, to this we might be able to summon his spirit and talk to him, but when we killed him, he his spirit kind of went away. I really can't imagine what anyone would gain from him being in power. The man was absolute anarchy incarnate. And I'm not certain that's what we want. No. Um, so if it's not Well, perhaps too... that's what your ethereal enemy wanted. Certainly. Uh, possible. It... it... To gain clarity on the situation, would you object to us having a picture of you or some semblance of that analyst? And by all means. Uh, Mason, I don't, I don't know if we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Jay just going to take out his a phone red. and pull up the app. Does he show up on the camera? No, he doesn't. JD's <laughs> <laughs> huh. just going to take the picture. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how they do that. I think Darla's just gonna cringe a little, yeah. you know, like visibly. Uh, uh, Give it the old Monroe. Monroe, Monroe gives a, a a pretty wide grin. I mean, he sort of like like <laughs> I don't know, like bobs a little in his chair. I kind of want it how to did, work now. What What do you think? How did it turn out? 
Did, did anything show up? Does it? Does it? <laughs> does it respond? I I so wish that I was. Does it favor my complexion? Does anything show up on the picture? No. I, I, the red didn't respond. I still want to be Vic in this moment because he's like, oh, wait, hold on. And he would go up and try and take a selfie with him. <laughs> Look at this cool chair I found. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Monroe, I have really bad news. You look awfully pale in this photo. He, uh... Translucent, he, almost. He makes a sort of regretful, rueful grin. He was like... Well, that is the downside of the condition, isn't it? So can you see anything? If we can't access red. She'll um, look at Monroe and she's like, Can I, um... Would you mind if I had a look around a little bit? Spiritually, I mean. By all means, you've already invaded all of my spaces. You might as well just take a look. You technically invited us down here. Yep. Just by the by. You I, insisted. And I am sorry, I don't. Well, I don't forgive mean me to... for being curious as to why you would come all the way here. I don't mean to intrude. Anyway, so Darlet um takes a look around so she can like cast her senses out again for God touched <laughs> and see if she can pick up anything in this room that might lead her to where this piece of infrastructure might be. So, I think that was just this roll again. Please be good. Ooh, garbage. This is really a critical failure. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Isn't that your first roll in how many games? No, I just did one that was exceptional. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, So, yeah, you don't see anything. I think I was just going to shake her head and say, um... I don't know. This probably isn't the place. Well. Well. We, uh... It's about dinner time, so if you excuse me, I'm going to duck out. If you um, wish to have a guide and wherever you end up investigating, give me a ring. Otherwise, I'll be off uh, M- Mr. Monroe, Mr. Monroe, wait, wait, wait. Listen, we don't have the proof you want, and we don't have the guide we need... <laughs> To put this together, so, um, want to try fairy blood? Whoa, what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Listen, dude, I'm offering up my neck. You help us out. Like, call it even? Call it a win? Well, I'm not going to say no to that. <laughs> all right, all right, be gentle. It's my first time. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> You're certain. Wait, did Wolf get bit? No, it was JD that got bit. Okay. <laughs> I am, as ever, a gentleman, he says, and he bites down. Whoa. Oh boy. And yeah, it's it's the good shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for him or for him or for Monroe? Uh, both. Um, yeah, Feyblood is uh, probably the equivalent to drinking from a fellow vampire, which, when you get higher in the blood potency, is necessary mm-hmm. and also not allowed. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, it's uh, a very good meal for Monroe. He doesn't have to take very much to completely refill his DJ. And for you, as the <clears throat> victim, um, you uh, sort of get a sort of high from it. Um, it feels really, really good. And it really kind of 
gets you an endorphin rush in a way that I'm sure Wolf is pretty weak to. Yeah, should I make a roll for this or something? I'm not sure what you would roll. Maybe give yourself... <laughs> I don't either. Give yourself the condition um, intoxicated. That's that probably fair. the closest we could do. Um, though, if, if you wanted to role play with this later on, I, I think that would be completely in line. <clears throat> it is, I'm completely on board. It is, uh, particularly for someone with a history of addiction, the, the, the vampire in, in World of Darkness it has some, some potential there. Yeah. So, anyway, he uh, uh, closes the wound and leans back and sort of tidies himself up. He says, well then, I suppose I'll lead the way. Yeah, Wolf's kind of out of breath and he's just kind of staring at Monroe a little bit. Uh, yeah. He uh, he kind of uh, smiles in, in a kind of uh, predatory way and he's like, not as bad as you'd think, is it? Yeah, let, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> uh, so, um, by now, it is fully dark outside. He uh, leads you out in a sort of a jaunty step and uh, walks around the back of the facility where there is a, a sort of lot and uh, opens up the a sort of a luxury uh, vehicle. Probably an SUV to fit all of you. <laughs> It's an Uber XL. Yeah. It's a big old Escalade. It's like, uh, it's out of, outside of walking distance, but not far. Uh, so you all drive up, and he uh, deposits you outside of the synagogue and drives around to uh, find a parking spot, which gives you all a few minutes to sort of take in the building yourselves, maybe do some preliminary investigating before he is back. I think Darla's going to lean over to Wolf and be like, are you okay? Um. Uh. I mean, uh. You're not like. You're a little flushed. You're not like. You're gonna be the opposite. You're not in, pale in at all. His thrall <laughs> or something, right? Well, you oh, no, you see, it's. Right, you have experience it's, with this, uh, don't you, JD? When that vampire took a liking to you. Am I feeling sick yeah. or nauseous? No, or? that's not no, really no. it. It's, uh, uh, it's a thing. He's looking at JD and he's like, <laughs> it, it felt really good, right? I mean, you know, in the moment, yeah, if, uh, I mean, kind of. Yeah. <sighs> uh like party drug good? It's a like... weird it's 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 a weird thing, okay? Yeah. So you're saying it's weird. You liked being sucked on by a vampire, Jay. Well, that's not no, no. Yeah, that's what you're saying. No, zero percent said that. Said it with your mouth. Nothing said. Uh-huh. Didn't say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor Wolf, if you hear voices in your head that are not your own, please inform me. I'll be happy to lie. Like I I can find some silver. That is not how that works, Abernathy. Okay. Um He's going to grab Mason by the wrist and just kind of stop off for a minute. One sec. Be right back. Be right back. Swear to God. Be right back. Okay. Don't go anywhere. Mason, come on. Is this like a weird boner thing? or? It doesn't work that way, Darla. I wouldn't know. So you pull him around the corner. Yeah, I pull him around the corner. There's a look in Wolf's eyes that's like bordering on manic. 
Mason, Mason, look, I know you hate me right now, but first of I all, I already apologized to, I, I apologized to Abernathy, and I, I need you to do me a solid, okay? I really need you to do me a solid. I hate asking you to do anything for me, but I need you, because you're the only one I trust, I need you to do me a solid. I'd ask JD, but I'm pretty sure I could take JD in a fight. You only trust Mason? What about me, bitch? <laughs> what do you need, Wolf? You don't look yourself at all. Do not <laughs> let him bite me again. I know this feeling. I know how this ends for me. It doesn't end well. You're suggesting... Look, I wouldn't intentionally allow any of you to suffer something you don't want. No, no. Here's the thing. I do want it. Right. Bad. Alright. Okay? Yeah. I'm sorry. Done. Alright. You hit on back. I'm gonna try to catch my breath. Okay? Yeah. Stay in your shot. Don't don't wander down the hallway too far. No intention to. Come back. Kind of screw up my face. Just kind of have a blasé look. Walk back down towards everybody. You return to them whispering like like school children. <laughs> is is he gonna be okay? Do we need to call somewhere? Is there like a vampire hospital somewhere? Needs to in catch Chicago? his breath. He was just a little concerned about it. Or sad. It's definitely off putting. Yeah, that's kind of the impression I got. So he's just. He was just concerned about a few things. Where's that, though? Um, did we want to go talk? Here's a thought I had. Um, especially now that we have context of the history of this place. Uh, if we can kind of make peace, it might be worth our time to go talk to that werewolf spirit. I don't think he wants to talk to me again after I stole all his money. Yeah. But if we could make peace, if it was something we could do, he'd be a, a valuable resource of information relegated to time. Well, why don't we let Monroe show us around here first? Sure. See what we can see, and then if we don't have enough info, we might be able to call upon him again. Right. But, yeah, like I said, I think I pissed him off and then he went away. I think we need to, regardless of, of whatever happens with Monroe, we need to investigate the speakeasy again, given the new light. Because that wasn't something that the werewolves were into. Yeah. And they needed to control that space. Well, you know, Monroe owns that place too, I think. So oh, we might yes. be able to and, get and him it, to let us in. And they took it from him. This might be our last chance to check it, because once... Now that Monroe, Monroe is aware that Tucker isn't inhabiting this space... Well, he was aware that Tucker was inhabiting this space. Why wasn't he occupying this space? Probably cause because he wanted he Tucker to be alone. left Tucker there. Yeah. And it's not the 20s anymore. You don't really need speakies mm-hmm. or anything. Well, still. You could have retrofitted and, the and space. And that was a cathedral, and I think he's Jewish. Uh, I don't think he's Jewish. You don't know? No, I don't know. How would I know that? But you've been around him the longest of all of us. We went on one, one date. It's not like... <laughs> we don't... Whatever. Oh. It's not exactly first date questions. Oh, I see. I think at this point Wolf comes back and he still looks kind of flush, but he's trying to put himself together. <laughs> and around that time, uh, Monroe also kind of steps steps out from the other alleyway with his hands in his coat pocket. Oh, just the person we were looking to meet. Right. 
indoors. Can you do that? Uh, he steps up the the sort of um, in the the front of the synagogue. There's a series of white steps uh, leading up to some columns and door indoors. And he uh, slips a key out of his pocket <coughs> and opens the door. Nah. He says, "Of course I can. I own the place." Uh, my mistake. Wait. So is that a thing? Like the whole? I think the Catholics are just awfully full of themselves. Invited I'm not, thing. I'm I'm not sure that's the thing. Like if you go to somebody's house. And you want to go inside, and they don't invite you in that you like can't go in. Well, that sounds like it'd be terribly inconvenient. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is rude to simply walk in. I mean, yes, I don't know if it's like a physical thing. You've seen movies. Come on, what am I talking to? <laughs> uh, as best I understand, that was the superstition in the Rome, Roman uh, era and in, inhabiting Scotland and Ireland and Britain in general to. Protect people from home invaders. Monroe steps in and, and holds the door open and says, Now, I would advise, if you're talking to an old vampire, you do wait to be invited in. They are very catchy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he sort of shepherds you all inside. <laughs> and we're all standing there, like, waiting for him to, like... Well, you're going to in. <laughs> <laughs> Please, come inside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not old, by the way. I mean, how could we tell? That's probably relative, as I step inside. <laughs> I mean, what is that old for vampires? Oh, you know, a few hundred years. I'm only two, thank you. And uh, he... Two? <laughs> you're, you're looking good. He, uh, it turns the, the sort of lights on, and they slowly, like, one at a time, sort of kick on until the space is bathed in light. <laughs> Um, it's a, a sort of central area with some doors into the worship area, and uh, he sort of motions to the space and generally says, uh, uh, well, as you understand, it's not the building that was of interest, it was the ground beneath, but, uh, there's no basement in this one, so I'm afraid this is as close as I can get you to ground zero, as it were. Can I eye for the strange? You can. Don't fuck it up. I try not to. <laughs> Don't <laughs> fuck, fuck it up. If she does, I cannot check my spell book. <laughs> so this... Oh. Did you say the, the, the under area was sealed off? Or the... There, there just isn't a basement in this building. It is by design a one-story building. Two... Uh, so you you get the familiar um, rush of a space that is a center of cultural energy. It feels similar to being in the cathedral, to other religious spaces that you've been in, where uh, a lot of energy has been sort of pooled and collected in space over time. And you you don't really get anything from the area itself, but you do really get a sense. Um, like he was saying, the ground you are on is marked. And the, the building, bits of the building itself are clean, but uh, towards the floor there's just a sort of mist, like a deep blue mist that, that kind of pervades the whole area whenever you, you concentrate. Does it seem like it's coming from someplace in particular, or is it just pervasive? It's, it's in the area. Um, and if you were to walk to a window and look outside, you would see that it would actually extend for some distance. Mm-hmm. It is... It is a large, um, almost 
tract of land that's been marked out by by the Nagamishi. I think this whole area has just been been chosen for something. I'm not sure it's anything in particular. I think it's just you know when the like electric company comes to your house and they take that spray paint and then they like mark stuff in the ground. Right. right. That's what it's like. That's what I think he's done. It's done. It's just sort of marked it as its own. Yeah, I think the god machine just mm-hmm. sort of circled this whole area for something. Can I do the same role that I did with uh, the ley lines earlier at the mall? I was I'd... hoping you would. Okay. Cool. I was I hoping you would, but I There's didn't know There's actually just a carousel in the bottom. Uh, of the... At Abernathy just sort of like thing. motions for the to the um uh, to the knife at his side and it just says, "Uh, you don't mind if I if I pull this out, do you?" By all means, I'm not really. Shing, uh, <laughs> and the other, and uh, I have went ahead and cha- just just for the listeners, I've went ahead and changed the legacy blade uh, that used to help with integrity checks. It's now a yantra, which helps me with my magical whatnot. So I get to add a dice to this. It's like your magic wand. Kind of, sorta. But a knife. One of many. Knife wand. A knife wand. It's like a gun blade, but for witches. <laughs> Uh, three successes. <laughs> All right. It so, was going to be four, but I saw one way over. Witch! Uh, so you reach out into the primal energy of the area, mm-hmm. and you do find um, several ley lines <laughs> all crossing Whoa. this area, um, and they actually all intersect at one point or another. Um, not at the same point, but uh, very <laughs> close in proximity. And as you sort of track that energetic flow, you come across a sort of barrier almost. And almost instinctively you tap into that energy and and try to pick it apart because that's of course what you do. That's the kind of mage you are, is to take these raw, unprocessed forms of energy and try and turn them into something useful. And so uh, as you do that, you are almost bodily pulled into a other dimension. Ooh. And so is the rest of your party. Everyone within the area of these ley lines, you all look around and the walls of this building remain, but the interior changes. The, um, the, the benches disappear. The um, sort of stage upon which all of the, the religious pieces sit evaporates. The whiteness and the cleanliness of the space turns into a murky, dust-covered wall, and industrial machinery appears around you. The space is absolutely crowded with individuals, both human and non-human. They're all busy, all working, all walking around briskly and shoving past one another, pushing carts up and down the aisles shouting and talking about how we have to pick up the pace. So much needs to be done. Have they noticed us? They have not noticed you. And it's that knowledge that they haven't noticed you that sort of spurns you all uh, quickly. At this point, you've become accustomed to falling into strange circumstances, and you move almost on instinct to blend in, to find a, a less populated area, and to hide yourself behind things. 
Um, and to his credit, uh, Monroe follows your lead without much hesitation. You all find yourself behind a, a big churning engine, which is pumping massive amounts of, of smoke and pollutants into a sort of stack and, and pushing it out the top. You kneel down in a circle, and Monroe looks at, at you, and he says, What did you do? I was merely investigating the area, and this, this just happened. Apparently you don't know your own facilities, Mr. Monroe. <laughs> well, apparently I never brought an unstable mage into it. Unstable? I think that this is just how the God Machine works. I think it exists on top of our reality. And that's so why it's so hard to pin down. So, this space... Was there a terrible lot of ley lines here? More than I've seen elsewhere. And it's drawing the energy of your space. What are these machines for? Likely to turn the magic into something it can use. I have no idea. Well, I have some, I have just the thing for that. Just real quick, I'm going to do... Uh, I need to do two things. One, I need to investigate uh, power sources. I'm going to... Well, shoot, never mind. That would... <clears throat> Before we go about doing what we intended to do, uh -huh. do you think you could send us back the way we came? It's hard to say. I didn't. Uh, this this transportation was a was a bit of a surprise to me. So it was simple then. Quiet. Why do you want to go back? Well, because if we do end up dismantling <laughs> this, uh, we would probably want to leave. That's true. We should probably find a way out. I do have a spell that is just perfect for this situation. If they're indeed drawn upon the ley lines that course through the earth, I can move ley lines. And frankly, I don't mind being... What if being... we can't get back here? Well, I don't see why that would have changed. It was a fixture of the, the local area. But more to the point, I don't feel mm. comfortable being as reckless as I normally would be with somebody who didn't uh, agree to be a part of this exchange. And I motioned to Monroe. If you wish to dismantle parts of the God Machine infringing upon your territory, by all means, we welcome your assistance. However, this could lead to one of any of our deaths. Well, as the Primogen, it's my job to see to any kind of disorder happening in the area, so I have no trouble dismantling this mm -hmm. along with you, so long as I can get back to where we came from. Then... Our first question remains. Do you think you could move us back? I can certainly try. Additionally, I'd just say that bad goes to worse. I'm sure that Dr. Wolf here would be able to get us into the hedge, and that'll get us right back into the prime materium. I have no idea. Well, the word is simple enough, but what if we're not when we think we are? What do you mean, when? Well, from what Miss Kane explained, we could be in any time and place now. This... Machine exists across all dimensions, as I understand it. I yes. imagine this fixture was installed in the 20s. That's still uh, pumping. Terrible neighborhood that time of year. Oh, do any of these, you might peek about, are any of these figures familiar? They might a have fair been... point. They may know me. <clears throat> Which is good and bad, potentially. Then I suppose that we have, I suppose that it's best that we, uh, Keep a low profile. First off, let's make sure we can blend in. 
We need well, to find you all appropriate clothing. As well as uh, making sure we can find a way out. Well, if it's a factory, they're not going to allow women here, so I need to um, well, be disguised. Well, you could disguise yourself as a child, then it'll be perfect. Yes. Well, that was acceptable, then. <laughs> sure. Oh, God, the old times suck. The, the, Wait a second, I'm brown. Oh, oh. Uh-oh. Yes, if anyone here is in danger, I'm afraid it's Mr. Wolf, Dr. Wolf. Put uh, my titties away, shall I? I'm not exactly the most pale Holster. one here either. <laughs> All right, well. All right, first things first, let's make sure we can get back. <laughs> All right, can you reach Are the factory workers wearing any kind of uniform? Yeah, they do have a uniform. Uh, what does it look like? Go ahead. Like a jumpsuit? Uh, not a jumpsuit. Um, they're they're more sort of overcoats that uh, absorb the, the sort of muck and grime, and some um, sort of uh, caps, almost like a train conductor's caps. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Uh, Abernathy tends to wear some kind of like some older school clothes. Like you're not going to find them in like you know khaki shorts and a and a and a button up. Uh, I I'd say that he's the one who probably has the most period fitting clothing. Actually, it's probably Monroe because yeah. he actually wears old style suits and oh, okay. and overcoats. Uh, so does JD. No, JD yeah, wears JD's modern. Yeah, he's in a modern suit. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could we test? I didn't think about that. Could we test the portal one more time before we commit to this. Uh, we moved through it involuntarily. I don't know if we'd be able to reverse it. Let's at least give it a shot. Yeah, we await you. All right, Abernathy, uh, as best he can, trying to avoid attention, walking around like he knows what he's doing. Uh, approaches where the where the portal first brought them in. Is it still there? Is he able to kind of investigate the space? Yeah, the ley lines haven't moved, and, and indeed you only move maybe 20 feet from it. Gotcha. Um, so you're, if you were to, to be, I mean, you're still in the room. The room mm-hmm. is the same. It's just the interior is different. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, he's going to get to where the portal is and like like try to move through it. Mm-hmm. Is that possible? Yeah, make me a roll. Okay, what do I need to roll? Uh, what did you roll before? You rolled... Uh, I rolled my Gnosis uh, plus uh, the associated skill, which I believe was a cult. Yes, then that works. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. That's only one success. That's good enough. Okay. So I'm able to move through it? Yeah. Excellent. You pop right back to the synagogue, modern day. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so Abernathy just kind of like, can he pop right back through? Is that going to require another roll? I'm going to say so long as the portal is open, the roll is good. Gotcha. But if it is a better roll, you can hold it open for longer. Okay, understood. Uh, I have he... to be careful because this is going to come up again. I just know it. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's going to trot right back, just kind of like looking like, do 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 nothing important here. It's like, all right, we're good. Let's get out of here. Okay, so why are we leaving? Well, step one, we're acquiring uniforms. We have our excellence. Is there like That's a break important. room around here somewhere? Yeah. Well, there would be a sort of commissioned mm-hmm. officer that uh, handles the employee requirement, uh, employee tools mm-hmm. and, and uniforms. Well, I, uh, yes. I, I don't mean to interject. I don't mean to ruin the fun here, but <laughs> I have the perfect spell for breaking this up right now. If this whole thing is powered on ley lines, I can move the ley lines. It will disrupt the entire process. If that is indeed what they're doing, we don't know that that's what they're doing. Fair also, enough. what if they move the ley lines back? Also, what that if means we that move they got the mages on their side? Wait a minute. If well, we move they the have ley lines, they're saying, hmm? 
Well, the delay lines, how we won't be able to get out. <laughs> Another fair point. We'd have to do it from our side, which is <laughs> our time, which might not apply. Correct. <laughs> Let's not be rash. If anything, we know, if again, I understand correctly <laughs> this esoteric nonsense, we, no, need to, we need to unmake as few things as possible. If we undo this facility, <laughs> we unmake the facility, and it's all there to be used. We shouldn't change it unless we must. Just soften it, misguide it. We don't know until we know more, right? Yeah, I feel like we don't know enough about this. I will investigate, but I still You're say the experts that. here. I just want to make sure I don't go back to my time to find it completely changed and my empire disenfranchised. Mm. Yeah, we don't want to rewrite time. I put in a hundred years to that. I don't want to just let it go away all in one idiotic swoop. All right, well, um... I guess we gotta figure out what it's producing first. That right. would be best. And then figure out if this is actually the 1920s <laughs> or or if we're somewhere outside of reality entirely. If I'm in Helican, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. Yeah, this is just industrial hail. Ugh, shut up. Got All more right. rivets. <laughs> let's at least get some co- let's at least get some cover stories. What? Uh, Monroe, you're dressed up as up pretty nicely. I'd say that you're probably some sort of buyer. I could be a man of supply the way that I'm dressed. Dollar, how would you mind playing the role of my daughter? I mean, or my wife. Forever 21. I think I'd rather be his wife than, no offense. None taken. Correct me if I'm wrong, you're presently the owner of this place. Or did you just build it? Well, my purchasing of the property prevented this reality from happening. That's the working theory. So who had it previously? Uh, right. Well, that... It was a long time ago. I don't remember his name. He wasn't a big player. He was mortal. Mm. But the other buyer were the ver- the werewolves, which means that may- they may be the ones who own the facility. Who could per- currently be the workers, mm-hmm. so... What the hell are werewolves doing with machinery like this? A question I sadly never answered. Well, there's still time. I mean, you can see my suspicion. It's completely <laughs> counter to their nature. I agree with the we need more information assessment. How do we go about getting it? Well, I'm happy to play a buyer, but if it's the werewolves, they'll know me on site. Understood. <clears throat> and I, I gotta be honest, I don't look like I'm from the 20s. I'm in Forever 21. <laughs> if only it was exactly 1921. <laughs> Uh, and like that was a bad joke <laughs> Mr. Abernathy yes. I think perhaps as one who can pass these halls relatively unnoticed I think perhaps you can secure some uniforms easily and in so doing maybe perhaps ascertain who the management of the facility is and based on that I can tell you if they would know me or not of course alright alright I'm gonna go and get sneaky Anyone that cares to follow me is welcome to. I do have an invisibility, an invisibility spell. I'm rolling stealth. Well, in that, if that's the case, then perhaps I should just come with you. Oh, you have an invisibility spell as well? No, but yours sounds extremely useful, and I'd like to know more. <laughs> Understood. All right, uh, as of right now, we're using my iPad for mm-hmm. all this. Uh, what I need is to roll my gnosis and an associated skill. 
How about we just leave it uh, at the storyteller? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Discussion. Go with your presence, since <laughs> okay. it is a mark of your. Ability. Oh, a uh, skill, not an attribute. Oh, a uh, skill, um, then stealth, uh, subterfuge. All right. Subterfuge. Subterfuge is what it's called. All right. So that's that. That's four dice. I'm going to go ahead and put my willpower into this because I would rather. Yeah, good just, idea. Yeah. All right. Good Where's idea. The, good idea. I'm pretty sure that's everyone. Because if they do, in fact, hate uh, Monroe, then he's probably the easiest way that this could all go south. Yeah. If someone recognizes him. All right. Grayson didn't say anything. He just started following you and he rolled five successes. Uh, th- uh, I rolled Mason three successes. It's a shifty bastard. Him. Like, that's his deep secret. Everyone thinks he's so pure. You would make a great villain. He has you know, sketches well. He would. Okay, yeah, that's three successes on the invisibility spell. So. All right, that'll do it. All right, cool. Yeah, vampires are naturally resistant to enchantment, but three is definitely enough. To uh, he, uh, if you do not resist the spell, then there is no conflict. Yeah. So, uh, he's going up. Uh, he's gonna like look, uh, kind of like, well, I haven't done this one before, and he just sort of. <laughs> And uh, holds out his hand and mutters something under his under his breath, and uh, and yeah, it. Ooh, I I've, I've been wanting to talk about this. My nimbus. It's how my magic looks. It looks kind of like sacred geometry, but all of the lines are consistently sparking at where they meet, and so it's just and he just sort of like fizzles downwards, and there's like nothing left. Nice. And Darla is jealous. <laughs> Crackly. <laughs> Very well then. Let us away. All right. Uh, then, <laughs> who said that? <laughs> uh, all right. So Abernathy's going to kind of like stroll along. You're going stealth. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, it's probably best if we find a locker room or something. The faster we procure those uniforms, the less suspicious that a lot of us will look. Here, towards the entrance of the facility. That's generally where they put them in the day. All right. Uh, so let's search a locker room. All right. Uh, investigate? Yeah. Cool. And I, I'm burning a lot of mana right now. So... I'm going to have to go back to that carousel. I'm going to have to ride that carousel for an hour. Thanks for setting that up. I'm going to have to ride that bitch home. All right. <laughs> Uh, so that's investigation in what? What do you mean you're sitting on three ley lines right now? You can triple charge, or at least double charge. I, I need to be at a hallow. I need to be at a hallow. Oh. Uh, let's see. So it would be investigation in what? Presence. Presence in this. Okay. Three or wait, no, you're wits. You're you're doing mundane search. So, gotcha. Uh, wits and er, yeah. Wits All right. Who wants to help me search? Anybody? Yeah. Okay. Your hero will help. Well, I'm not there. How's your day? <laughs> Let's investigate, you say. You Honestly, I've had uh, that's better. great because I did a critical failure. Oh. Uh oh. I did not. Uh, another. No, no, this is six. Uh, four successes. So, you are all looking. That's one exceptional success between them. So, you are all looking for a quartermaster or a locker room or something like that. Something mm-hmm. where the, the rank and file would go to get ready. Mm-hmm. Um, Monroe and Mason correctly identify <laughs> a door and begin heading that way. Mm-hmm. But because neither of them are seen to Abernathy, he is left to make his own decision. And <laughs> he instead goes for another door in the same hallway. A door. Uh-oh. Oh no! A door which he fails to notice is labeled "President." 
and you open the door directly into a meeting between two men in uh, wide lapeled suits, smoking big cigars. They look over at you, standing in the doorway, in your out-of-period clothes, and they say, uh, Who are you? Oh, I'm sorry. And I must have the wrong room. That's where we'll end our session <laughs> for today. <laughs> <laughs> Uncanny Valley Cancer Cell was created by Buckle Nagel and Stephen Pope and produced by Buckle Nagel, Stephen Pope, and Deanna Venable. Editing and mixing done by Stephen Pope and John Tompkins. The players are Deanna Venable's Darla, Garrett Schmickle's Abernathy, Stephen Pope as Wolf, Michael Morris as JD, John Tompkins as Mason, and Buckle Nagel running the game. Hunter the Vigil's 2nd edition is created and published by Onyx Path Publishing. Find us online at Uncanny Show on Twitter and at UncannyValleyShow.com. Make sure to check out other Saving Throw Show productions like Wild Cards or Experience Pointers wherever you get your podcast. And hey, have a good night. <laughs>